Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, smarks and marks all over the world. Grab a seat or take it easy uh, on your feet as we set up our gear. Linda shit ear. Because your boys, King Mac Millie and Jake Classic, are about to put on some podcast action. So get psyched and turn to the smart side. Because uh. Smart Psychology Podcast starts now. We had another night of Monday, right night raw. That means you get another night of the raw classics. That's right. Uh huh. It's about to go down. Sorry for a little bit of echo, but come on in. Come on in the room, man. Come on in the room. It's the raw classics. We talk a little bit of Monday night raw. You feel me? Do some sell or no sales. We go ahead and, you know, talk a little bit dirt sheet talk. And, you know, put a little red cups up for, you know, for stuff that we like that went on in wrestling. You feel me? So come on in the building. Come on in the room. Uh, I, I also, you know, if you might know, you know, I, I do have a little bit of announcement of a new EP coming out. You feel me? If you want to know about the new EP, come on in the room, too. You feel me? If you want to know about the new EP, who is it from and everything like that, come on. I, I got all the information for you right now. All the information. <laughs> but as you come in, don't forget to also comment on this video, like this video, and sh- 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 share this video. That's right, share it wherever you can. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and copy that link, share it on you, uh, share it on Instagram, share it on Facebook, just share it wherever, share it on Twitter. And then if you're on Twitter, go ahead and hit that retweet button and share this video. And then if you're on Facebook, go ahead and just share it to whatever wrestling group you on. And, and come on, let's just share to all the smart side. You feel me? But you know what? It's time to show the face that runs this place. This place being the raw classic. And that's right. It's your boy. That's right. The K-L-A-S-S-I-C-K. Put a J in front of that. Why? Because your boy is just so sick with it. And ah man, I'm, I'm I'm excited to talk about a little bit of raw. Um, I, I'm I'm half and half on myself for this raw. I'm half and half on it. Um, it was definitely it, it definitely kept you captivated for sure for sure. Um, I uh, I'll keep it. I, I I keep I keep my the rest of my thoughts for for the end. But let's say let's let's just say I think the ending. The, the ending, I think it could have been somewhere else in the show. Um, good to see it, but yeah. But hey, man, uh, everybody, come on, get, get in the comments. Let me know how you're feeling. Go ahead and talk to your boy as we talk some Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And you know, uh, interesting, you know, I, I I got to finally watch the movie Terrifier 2. And I tell you right now, that movie is so fucking cool. It's the best horror film. I, I I feel like it's the best horror film done in a while, in a long while. Uh, definitely have that old school horror film feel. It's uh, it's amazing and gruesome too. So I'm telling you right now, if you have a weak stomach, ah, I warn you not to watch it. But hey, if you like scary movies, like a good one, you should definitely watch Terrifier too. But you know, man, it's that time. I see the people in the room. Let's go ahead, cut this music off. And it's about that time to talk a little bit of wrestling. So, bell ringer, can I get that ring? <clears throat> Woo. 
that sounds so nice. I need to hear it twice. Let me get a little old school feel to it. Let me get that ring one more time. All right. Yeah. Oh, man. I love I love talking wrestling. And I love that you guys love talking wrestling. So now it's another time that we all love, that we love to start with. We're just, you know, digging to some news that's happening. And we like to call it Dirt Sheet Talk. Yeah. Oh, shit. God. God. All these goddamn dirt sheets. Oh, hold on. God damn it. I'm, look, look, look. They are my business. It, it's not my, it's not my shit. It's not my business. Hey. Okay. All right. Get out of here. Goddamn dirt sheets. Man, let, let's get into a little bit of news that uh went, a, went around. Uh, first thing I want to talk about uh that we can talk about. Uh, let, let's get out the way because we do know. Our hearts, once again, do go out to Kevin Nash and his family uh, for the loss of his son. Um, and shout out to Russell Feed for the uh, article. But uh, Kevin Nash reveals the cause of his son's death. And, you know, this one really, uh, it, 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 it hits home for me because uh, my son, uh, my son has to. So it really hit home. But uh, it says, uh, it's a quote from Kevin Nash. It says, the seizure caused the cardiac arrest. He was basically dead in his room on the floor with the EMT working on him. They got him back and got him in the ambulance and they tried to save his life. So, so to the people at, um, I think that's Halifax hospital doctors and nurses. I thank you. We both decided that we were going to stop drinking. So it was a situation where we both went cold Turkey. I don't think either of us felt great because you stop drinking coffee for a day and you get a headache. I think we were both dealing with it. It's this is Kevin Nash comments on the death of his 26 year old son. Oh man. Um, yeah, my heart definitely goes out to, again, goes to Kevin and his family. Uh, and man, a seizure that that's, that's, it's no joke. You know, um, like I said, I, I you know, I, I have a son that, you know, definitely, that goes through seizures, actually epileptic himself, and it's a scary thing, man. And you never know if and when, you know, when if, if it will be a big one or not like that. And um, yeah, and what can cause it is, yeah. But it, you know, the also the way it sounded, you know, from Kevin, like he, you know, he has some type of solace, you know, with you know the situation a little bit. But definitely, hearts and prayers go. Go out to the homie, man. Go out to Kevin Nash. Man, definitely house and prayers go out to you, man. And let's see, go to the comments real quick. George says, if you like Terrifier, you will like Willie's Wonderful if you haven't seen it. Oh, Wendy, uh, Willie's Wonderland. I have not seen Willie's Wonderland. And I will definitely try to find this. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, let's get into some more uh, Dirt Sheet news. And talk about this dirt sheet stuff right here. And we had a um an article from Logan Paul, and Logan Paul speaks on Jake Paul joining WWE, and pretty much the quote now uh, they uh, quote him saying, "Truthfully, I think it's inevitable." So, what do you think? Would you like to see? We already get, we already got Logan Paul getting booed out almost every building that he's at. Would you like to see Jake Paul joining WWE and getting in the ring and you know? doing some stuff too would, would you like to see that or do you think he he get uh booed out the ring himself i i don't know it's, it's just it seems like both of them just get bad 
just get bad mojo everywhere they go. It's like boxing, they just want to see them get knocked out. Now wrestling, I'm like, shit, I just want to see, I really do want to see Roman just smash this motherfucker. So it's like, I don't know. It's just, ah, the phone. But yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I think Jake's just going to have the same fate. Like, yeah, we just want to see him get fed to the stronger person. I don't know. Maybe Jake Paul will get fed to Bobby Lashley. Ah, ooh, ooh, that would be, ooh, that would be a painful feeling. You never, ooh, what, what if they both get fed to Brock Lesnar? That would be interesting. That, that would be interesting that both of them have a Brock Lesnar moment. Um, so yeah, that, uh, definitely. But let me know in the comments how you feel about Logan Paul and Jake Paul both being in the WWE. Uh, let's go. Uh, George says, why the fuck not? It can't make the product any worse. That's what's yeah, no, that's what that like they already boo the man, but hey, it's still entertainment, right? It's still entertaining, and it won't, it's the same shit we get. Um, and I'll say this if if Jake Paul puts in the same effort that Logan has, I wouldn't mind it, you know, to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't overly hate the people like everybody else do, so. You know, hey, if they, you know, they do good in the ring, both together, you never know. They might make something out of this shit. You never know. It will be cool for them. And I wouldn't mind it if, if they do it right. I'm cool with it. I am definitely cool with it. So once again, you know, while you're coming in, once again, we're talking about Jake Paul being in, being in the WWE with his brother Logan. So let me know if you feel how you feel about it. Would you want to see it? Do you think it would be a good idea or no? <laughs> uh, next little bit of dirt sheet talk and shout out to the wrestle purist on Twitter for this, for this tweet right here, but it says, uh, and this is a, uh, from PW insider that says WWE has initially slotted Bray Wyatt as the top baby face of the SmackDown brand. Ooh, Drew McIntyre is currently slotted as the second on that list as the top babyface. But right now, like, just coasting on top of as a babyface on SmackDown is Bray Wyatt. That, I can see it. I can see it. And what makes it even doper is the story that he's telling. Is the crazy part is he's the top baby face, but also he's his own enemy in this whole story he's telling. So it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. Um I love what I love uh where they're going with them. I love where they're going with the storytelling. Um it's not looking too magical and too mystical like before, you know, like it was unbelievable and anything like that. You feel me? Even though I love the theme, you feel me? It did there's no cracks in this one that makes it look like mm. It's fraudulent in real life. Like, no, like, you actually know people that, like, really have shit that just, it, they're demons. And some, a lot of times our demons come out come out in the real life. And, man, it's, we're going to go on a full roller coaster ride with Bray Wyatt. And I'm excited for it. I'm glad he slotted out the number one baby face. That's, that's definitely good to see and hear. Hey, go Bray, let's go Bray. A bit of little dirt sheet news. Uh, again, shout out to the wrestle peers for this. It's a quote from William Ringle, and it says, There is no such thing. Again, there's no such thing, and there never was, there never will be, as a best 
wrestler in the world because it is subjective. I know there's a lot of young lads at the moment that want to claim and think that. I hope they're not uh I hope they're not driving themselves mad with it. Hey, said from the man, the legend himself, there is no such thing as the best wrestler in the world. This, this is, I think this, not even I think, this is what people have been saying all along, like us, that's been saying, hey, just be a wrestling fan. And just, I know you got your favorites, but the best in the world, again, it's subjective. You have, you have, you still have some people to this day that will say Hulk Hogan. You have some people that will say Hulk Hogan. Yep, you have still Hulk Hogan fans. You still have, you know, you have people, of course, right now that will say Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of the best wrestlers in the world. You, it's all subjective. You feel me? And of course, you being yourself, you're going to say, "Oh, I'm one of the best." So it's very subjective. I feel where Williams uh, coming from. Um, let me know what you think in the comments, though. Do you, do you think it's uh? Do you think it's subjective? Do you think there is only one best in the world, or uh, you know, the are are any best in the world? No, no, don't me wrong. I know there is people that that are like great to the craft. You know, you feel me? That that are you know, again, that's why we have legends. You feel me? But again, I feel what William Riggs is talking about. <clears throat> There's no such thing as the best in the world as a best wrestler in the world because it is subjective. I feel it. I feel it. Let me know in the comments what you feel. Let me see. Let's see what's going on. Oh, what up? What up? What up? Hills for Life Wrestling says, what? Hey, what it do? Yeah. It said, of course it's subjective. Of course. Of course. You feel me? You know, but, but, and it, but it's crazy how so many people will go like to war over just the best in the world like the whole best in the world um argument you feel me and you know it's crazy it's no than just wrestling because you know we've been did that shit you know hell look at the fight everybody still has between who was the best uh michael jordan or kobe you feel me so hey everybody has an opinion but it it, it just sucks when you know it just gets you know again it, it, it gets tribalized and all that it just come on now let everybody have an opinion you can have a conversation let's see what else what we have here oh the heels for life uh, wrestling podcast says that's tribalism man I, I i hate it um heels for life also says uh everyone has an opinion exactly uh hills for life uh also says aew versus wwe i i, I can't stand it i really i personally can't I just, uh, like, why <laughs> can we just love wrestling? Can we just, you know, can we just like it? You know, just, I just want to enjoy it. Uh, George says, excuse me, Dan housing is the best in the world. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get cursed, so I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm just going to move to the next comment, but I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to agree either. I'm just going to say, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just going to say, yeah, I don't want to get cursed. I don't want to get cursed. I'm just, yeah, I'm going to go in there. Tristan, what up, bro? What up, man? <laughs> he said Mustafa, uh, definitely from Chi-Town. Bray's been crispy all fall. Hey, for real, though, he changed up the look and changed up the attitude. It, it, it's a nice new little feel, man. Nice feel. 
Uh, Tristan says, also, I'm back. I see you, bro. What's happening? Uh, Wrestling for Life said, it's pissing me off. Who you telling, bro? Tribalism sucks. That tribalism is for the birds, says Tristan. For the, straight for the birds. Put some respect on my name. (laughs) And also, Hills for Life says, Dan Housen is awesome. Oh, gotta love that Dan Housen. Gotta love that Dan Housen. Also, tune in to see what my uh, next well, my next costume may be for Halloween. It may be a nice surprise for y'all. It may be a nice surprise. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more in the dirt sheets as we dig a little bit more deeper. Let's see what's going on. Shout out to Wrestle Ops for this little bit of news. As it says, breaking WWE will uh, <clears throat> WWE have announced that Montreal, Canada, will host Elimination Chamber on Sunday, February eighteenth, two thousand. 23 this will mark the first pay-per-view to take place in montreal in 14 years whoo i'm yeah i'm damn 14 years i can imagine because i was trying to remember the last time when was the last last time that when was that last time uh that they were in canada what what pay-per-view was that i'm trying to remember Wow. This hmm. I'm gonna check that out. Let's let's see what we got in the comments real quick before we <clears throat> go forward. Uh Tristan says, I need to see Dan Housen in the hood during the <laughs> during Mania Week. Hey, for real though. Real shit. Like we hey, I gotta find I gotta that's one of the people I gotta find and uh definitely get some pictures with and uh yeah, definitely chop it up with. <laughs> Hills for life says, Oh Lord. And also this, hopefully nobody uh, won't be screwed. Man, oh, God. I'm oh, Please, please, please don't. Please don't even. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> I hope not. George says, what? No Canadian tuxedo this year? <laughs> hey, we might, you know, I might have to pull it out for uh for, for the Canadian Limitation Chamber. I might have to pull it out. I might have to get, get my full suit on going in. Uh, Hills for Life says Survivor Series. Oh yeah, most definitely. Tristan says breaking point uh 09 was the last review in Canada. Damn. You know that might be a good pay-per-view to uh pay-per-view to bring back breaking point. Or or you know, a good name. You know, at least it's not like a gimmick pay-per-view again, where you gotta just expect every match to be a gimmick match. Just damn. Oh, breaking point. Oh nine. I graduated high school in 09. Shit, I aged myself. But damn, just thinking back at that shit. Damn. Okay. Woo. Oh, uh, Hills for Life said LOL. Just saying. And um George says, uh, last Montreal review was in 09. Golly. Oh man, that's yeah, golly. That was whew. Remember those high school days. <laughs> good times, good times. Now let's see what uh, the last little stuff we have in the dirt sheet news. Oh, uh, real quick, go ahead, let's go back to the comments. Hills for Life said, I don't remember Breaking Point. I remember the name Breaking Point, and I do remember, um, <clears throat> like, I remember like I said, I remember 09. I was like, shoot, I was definitely was still deep in the wrestling. But uh, I do remember Breaking Point. But it was one of those where it's like it, it's 
it was the it was one of the secondary how do you say secondary pay-per-views of that era you feel me it was like yeah like you know almost how we had uh almost how when they had roadblock and stuff it was like breaking point and but there wasn't that many breaking points <laughs> yeah Uh, what's called Tristan says correction breaking point was the last in Montreal. Survivor Series 16 was the last in Canada. My bad. Okay, that makes sense too. With last in Montreal, yeah, 09. Makes sense, no problem. And also, he says breaking point was uh, during the dark times of the never ending uh, Cena and Orton feud. Yeah, just it was never ending. And Sometimes I feel like it's still not ending. Like some somewhere, just when we can't even see them, they're still feuding. It's just it's just never going to end. That that's where the, I feel like that's where the chant "fight forever" came from because they knew it was possible for somebody to fight forever. <laughs> uh, last little bit of dirty news before we get into Raw. We have um, a quote from GCW. It says, uh, "I don't think we'll as in the GCW will see John Moxley as frequently." but I do think we'll see him again. I think if there comes a time where there's somebody he wants to wrestle or a show he wants to be a part of, I think he'll be there. Uh, this is still stemming off the news about um, there being some conditions to John Mosley's new contract where, you know, he's not going to be able to be a, I guess you should say a uh, very active member of the GCW roster anymore. Especially as he's, you know, as champion of AEW. And I kind of get it. You feel me? Uh, death matches are uh, no joke. You feel me? You can really, really get hurt. You feel me? And I, um, right now where, and I feel it, where Tony is, is like, I can't lose nobody. Like, I'm already losing people to stupid shit and fighting and shit. So I, I can't lose to injuries. I can't. So... I understand it, but, you know, he still can make appearances probably and still do that, but, you know, like a whole <clears throat> whole storyline, you know, a whole bunch of matches, you know, just not that regular. And I understand it, but as GC, uh, as, as uh, Brett said, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, he, he probably won't be, you know, as frequently, but he'll be there. So, just in case anybody's wondering, you know, oh, we'll never see, will we ever see him in GCW again? Yeah, you know, again, I, I don't, Tony's one thing about Tony again, he, he's not, you he don't have a full Vince McMahon mindset. So he, he don't have the mindset of, you know, no, you can't go to no other show. You know, uh, it's, it's all competition, brother. No, you know, you don't have that. So definitely, definitely. Uh, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Tristan says, uh, it was Super Cena versus uh, Bald Gift, no fucks, Orton. <laughs> Hey, Ferrodo, Bald Orton gave gave two shits on what he did or what he said. He was like, fuck it, I don't care. Oh, this is your wife. I don't care. I'm I'm DDTing her ass anyway. It it I don't give a damn. Oh man, good times. Good times. But you know what? <clears throat> That's it for the dirt sheets. So go go ahead and uh, get get these cameras out of here. Please, please go go ahead and get out of here. Please, get, get, please. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Oh, stop. Oh, god damn it. Get the dirt sheet ass out of here. Get out of people business. God damn it. Yeah. Get out. You get out too. God damn dirt sheets. 
Oh, man. But you know what time it is now. It's everybody's favorite portion of the show. That's when we talk about the show and then we sell our no-sell. That's right. Let's see what we're selling no-sell about Monday Night Raw today. Um, it, it was a pretty cool show. Uh, it, it started out with everybody's favorite, favorite, favorite biker gang, I guess they are. Because they still got the rags, but they got the leather. I don't know. I just... They're just rebels, I guess. I don't know. But the Judgment Day came out, of course, with Dom Dom, Rhea Ripley, um, Finn Balor, and, of course, Damian Priest. And um, they pretty much come out to, you know, talk this shit. Um, first, you had Rhea talking about, didn't we tell you that we will be dominant? Everybody that pretty much come up against us, they end up leaving or we end up beating them down. Uh, I love how Damian Priest sounds. <clears throat> Every time he's on the mic, he you know he definitely he he sounds more you know the, he sounds more like a superstar. The, definitely better than it than he did when he first arrived. You know, again under the Vince era. Um, oh man, it's I love it. I, I know some people would talk about um, who looks like the leader, even though they're they're building the Judgment Day around you know oh we don't need leaders and you know. We're just showing that we're just good on our own. But if anybody stands out and could be one of the leaders or the forefront of the group, Damian Priest is definitely one of them. I feel like he can, you know, he can take the group and just, you know, who's the leader? He's, he's the one be the one to step up. Either him or Rhea. And we're going to talk about why. Whew, we're going to talk about why I believe Rhea <laughs> in a minute. Because, whoo, she, she, she's getting closer and closer to doing some China shit, and I'm excited because I feel like it, it will be rightfully received this time if it happens. Oh, but um, even you know, like I said, you have Rita talked. Of course, you had Finn that talked. Finn's the only one that sounds off. You feel me? You have Damian Priest. Yeah, everybody rise. You know, you have Rhea, you know, of course, got the little, you know, kind of sadistic, but still, you know, sexy voice. <laughs> you know, you know, mommy wants all that shit with Dom. Oh, cool. And then you just have Finn Balor. Oh, yes. Oh, Dom Dom. And it's like, oh, okay, no, it's just, I'm sorry. It just, it takes off everything for me. It just takes away, <laughs> it just takes away everything. I'm sorry. And then it gets worse from there because, of course, Dom Dom had to get the mic. And every time, every time when he grabs the mic, he just gets booed out of, almost out of the stadium. It's it's just, it's hilarious at this point. But, you know, Dom Dom gets the mic and he, he said two of the craziest things, two of the craziest things. First of all, this man said that he is the modern day. The modern day. First of all, what he said, modern day, all like Maharaja? Are we about to get a uh, gender coming out? <laughs> but he said he's the modern day Eddie Guerrero. And then, then, then to rub salt in everything, this man said that, oh no, Eddie Guerrero was back in the day, he was a modern day me. He are Dominic Mysterio. Oh, Dom, 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 Dom. Oh, stop, dumb, dumb. You sound dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. And, and then, oh, it gets worse. Because this man, this, this, this young man right here, that's like the, the one that, you know, beat his daddy ass, right? 
before I get into this, do you remember when Rey Mysterio was in the Filthy Animals? Do you remember that? Remember how how dope and hood he sounded? It was like, oh shit, I, I man, I feel like I could just hang out with you just on the hood, just playing basketball. You feel me? You know, I I felt like you know he would know the slang of now because you know it's only how his dad did. But the, just, I, just go ahead and play it. I'm built differently. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, I could have sworn it was I'm built different. I, I could have sworn it was I, but it. it uh, and Rhea tries so hard to say, "Oh yeah, you are." It just, I'm oh, God. built differently. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Oh god. Oh god. So you already know what happened. Dom came out with another EP. It's going down. That's right. Called I'm Built Differently. The first one is uh the first uh the first song is called Poppy Told Me. Oh yeah. That's right. That's, that's right. I, I heard that song was a banger. I heard that song is it's just it's a smash hit right there. Like a smash hit, especially with Rhea. It's wonderful. The second one is Let Me Talk, damn it. See, I'm, I'm telling y'all, he's, he's going to get tired of y'all booing him while he's talking on the mic and try, trying to get all this shit out. That's why That's why he said that shit wrong, talking about I'm built differently. <laughs> oh, God. And number three, we got dad beater. Yeah, he, you know, he always got to brag on, you know, what he did to his daddy. It's just, just so sad. Just, just such a disrespectful boy. Such a disrespectful boy, man. The comments are going up. Hold on, let's 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 see what's going on in these comments real quick, yo. Uh, Tristan says TK actually putting his food down when he can't uh, when he can feel it. That powder be having his ass uh, in a bind. Allergies. I can't stand your ass. <laughs> oh God. Tristan also says the Judgment Day look like they still listen to Limp Biscuit. Hey, first of all, I listen to Limp Biscuit. I like his new album. It's, it's it was good. Okay, damn it, I'm still a Limp Biscuit head. There ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Tristan also says Lord Rhea mm, signal lost. <laughs> I, I know, sir. I know. I know. I know, sir. You just get in a trance. Uh, Tristan also says, whoever's selling Dom Dom bunk weed should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that weed was built differently. <laughs> oh, God. George says, until Ray said, hootie who. <clears throat> but even the hootie who, it, it, it fit. It, at least there was a song, you know, that had Hootie Who in it. Like, he he, he was if it, damn it. Okay, the Hootie Who fit with Ray. Uh, Tristan says, Filthy Animals Ray can't be replicated. Perfect time, perfect place. True, and I feel it. Like, I'm not saying Dom should be Filthy Animal Ray, but damn, be this generation something. Like, you, bruh, like. Bruh, do, do I gotta play this shit again? I, I think I gotta play this shit again. I think because, bruh, where, where, the, where? Please tell me where, where. I'm where? built 
differently. No, yeah, yeah. He he had to get, get something, something from his daddy, something. Oh God, man. Tristan says Ray definitely gotta eliminate his ass in the Rumble. <laughs> fuck, fuck, eliminate him from the Rumble. Nobody has answered my question. Where the fuck is Dom Dom staying? Because first of all, not so you telling me not only has this little motherfucker not moved out your house, but he made you move to SmackDown. The fuck. And now he's just coming home. Hey, mom, what's there to eat? Little Nick, didn't you just... See, you know, I, I want to know where Dom is staying. He cannot be staying in the Mysterio household. He can't. He can't. He can't. But I know. But we haven't got an update about it, so I don't know. But he can't be. I don't believe it. I, I just don't believe it. Uh, Trisha says, when the time comes, I'm going to do, uh, do it all for the Nookie. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. But, yeah, man, we started out with the whole Judgment Day. But, oh, trust me, they couldn't go unanswered. So, of course, we had the one and only OC. That's right, the only club that matters come into place. And that's right, we already know the OC is just another word for Bullet Club. But since they can't say Bullet Club because of trademark reasons, they just call themselves the club. But they will mention everything about the Bullet Club. You know, just, of course, just like Bron Breaker is really a Steiner, but they mention everything about him being a Steiner. But doesn't call him Steiner. I, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, um, <laughs> they come down and um, pretty much interrupt everything they're saying. And Carl Anderson comes up to Fanny and says, hey, hey, look here. You want to talk about how you started? A whole bullet club, which you probably did, which you did, but uh, let's over here, let, let, let's show them over here in North Kakalaki how, how we really get down. And they definitely did that. Uh, they had a great match, one on one match, Finn Balor versus Carl Anderson. Um, again, I, I love the format of how Triple H have has the shows now, how matches have more time to breathe. Um, it seems like the even the commercial spots come go at better spots now, because because of that reason. Because the matches have time to breathe, and since they have time to breathe, um, I feel like that's another reason why this match was so good. Because they can actually go at their pace, and you know the way they do. They they gave a little bit of Japan style how they do, you know, in WWE, and um, I liked it. I definitely liked the match, uh, but. The MVP of this match, <laughs> the MVP of it goes to a one Rhea Ripley because all hell was breaking loose outside. Um, you had uh, Damien that that threw over uh, AJ Styles over the goddamn uh, announce table. And then right after that, Luke Gallows comes with a big boot on Damien Priest. But oh, 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 no, no, no. It Trust me, trust me, trust me. It, it cannot be topped other than this. Well, Rhea Ripley will hit a power slam, a, a, a big-ass power slam on big-ass Luke Gallows. The, man, again, I, I pop big as fuck for this because I've been saying Rhea should have been getting her hands dirty in the first place and just fucking everybody up, men and women. And it just, it like like those he said now, now they got a Rhea problem because they don't know how to, how to deal with her because, like, shit, I don't want to really try to, you know, beat you up because then, Either one is, you know, it's going to, probably going to be a problem, you know, can't touch you and all that 
you know, Jav. But also, you really legitimately can probably whoop my ass. <laughs> and all oh, real was rubbing it in. Lou got on face, putting up the too sweet. Just like, oh, too sweet that, too sweet that. Oh, it was an awesome, 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 awesome thing. And the Judgment Day comes out with the win. Because due to distraction, Finn Balor gets that little roll up. And that is it. One, two, three. Finn Balor gets that W, man. And uh, again, it was a good match. I'm definitely selling for, I'm actually selling for the Judgment Day. I'm selling for the Judgment Day and OC. Um, the only thing I'm probably not selling for is, is Dominic. That, I, I can't. I'm built differently. Just took me out, bro. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I gotta know fell for that shit. And modern day, uh, modern day Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, bro. Mm. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just couldn't do it. Can't do it. But no. Other than that, first segment definitely gets a fail for me. Definitely gets a fail. After this, we have a backstage segment as we see uh, Johnny Gargano and the Miz the backstage and. I'm just gonna put this all in a hole. Uh, the uh, the Miz storyline again with Destin Loomis and now Johnny Gargano is in this. Kind of makes sense for Johnny Gargano to be in this. Uh, I get it, you know the whole the way stuff and um, Indy. So he, if anybody would know, it would be Johnny. You feel me? If anybody would know or should know, it should be Johnny. If it wasn't Johnny, I would imagine it would have been Indy. So. But since Johnny was already there and, you know, uh, I get it. I get it. Get it. So uh, definitely, definitely, definitely uh, a little bit more interested in this because of that reason. Um, Johnny telling them is, look, just just go ahead and tell them, tell them why. Just just tell the truth. Tell them why he's chasing you. The Miz still saying he don't know. Oh, God, it's, <laughs> it, it, uh, it's, it's, it's some good stuff. It's some good stuff. But then uh, we even get to the ring. He's like, look, I'm going to tell the truth. The Miz just says, you know what the truth is? The truth is I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, look, all I did was try to give uh, give somebody advice, and then he got mad because I picked Champ over him. That's 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 it. That's it. That's all, that's all it was. And, uh, of course, Gargano comes out, tell him, hey, you, you, you got to tell the truth. Say, you want me to tell the truth? I'm telling the truth. And, of course, the truth comes out. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, I popped for the truth. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I, I know he's been on main event, getting ready to get ready for this tag team with Shelton Benjamin and having that storyline on there. But I, I'm not gonna. I popped for truth. <laughs> I laughed my ass off. He's like, "Hey man, well you said you're gonna tell the truth. Well, uh, I'm here. Tell me." <laughs> Like, no, no, you idiot. No, that's not what I meant. I'm not telling you nothing. Oh, God. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. But end up getting into a match between The Miz and R Truth. And with a little help from a hooded friend, (laughs) which he thought was Dexter Loomis, but it was not. And R Truth ended up getting the roll up and a win over The Miz. Wow. Wow, they're really messing up Miz's life. This is wow. <laughs> again, it, it, it's getting entertaining. Again, it's getting entertaining. I, at first, at first, it uh, it, I'm not gonna lie, I was getting stale. You know, with him getting choked out every Monday, like every Monday, and I'm like, okay, where's this going? 
now that we're getting closer to okay a reveal of some sort i'm back invested into it um i'm sports entertained by it but let me know how you feel about the whole miz and um johnny gargano and dexter loomis uh storyline are you selling for it are you not selling for it because man the miz the miz was pissed the miz, when he found out it was johnny gargano that face was just, at the ultimate level was pissedivity and even got to the point where um, the Miz would uh, talk to Johnny Gargano backstage, even after their match. And he's like, "Yo, yo, man, look, just can, can can you just stop?" And he told him, "No, just tell the truth, tell the truth." So uh, let me know: Are you selling or not selling for the Miz and Johnny Gargano storyline? Also, you know, going into the Dexter Lumen storyline. Let me know how you feel about it. Let me know how you feel. Because after that backstage segment, it rolled into, and, and I, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm getting to this sale or no sale. Because it rolled into Johnny Gargano running into JBL and one Baron Corbin. And you know what? Now that uh, JBL got some right-fitting pants, I'm going to say it. Just fits. It fits. Um, I'm sorry. I'm glad that JBL is there. You know, he's not even just for Baron, but he's there to teach. He can teach some other people how to be, how to really get some real heel heat, especially from what you say. Um, and even, like I said, and do, you know, like really push the envelope without, too much push the envelope, but you did push the envelope to really make people hate you. Like JBL is, I swear, like a dying breed of heels. You feel me? Like you know, of course, yeah. Now we got the likes of our MJF, um, and whatnot. But like, again, a dying breed. You feel me? You you can name, I swear, you you can like name on your hand how many like JBL heat getters we really have for this generation you feel me and you know it's, it's not knock but you know it's just it's the truth it's the truth so it was refreshing to see um and again it was in, in a good spot because as you know jbl has always hated the smaller wrestlers especially since one of the smaller wrestlers being in Rey mysterio made him retire from wrestling so it definitely fits you know it's almost like jbl getting his revenge on all the smaller wrestlers now by now um pouring all of his knowledge and wisdom into Baron Corbin uh, or, you know, and, you know, trying to push him as the new wrestling God, you know, so then he can knock down probably all of the smaller guys that probably JBL couldn't or, you know, or can't now because of what Raven still did. It fits. Um, I like it, but had a little back and forth in the backstage area. So of course that made the match. He said, you know what? I am about to break your little indie ass. So, Let's get to the ring. So we get Baron Corbin. No more happy Corbin, but Baron Corbin. With with the uh, again, I want to like this shit, but what the fuck is the music doing? What is Baron Corbin's music doing? It it just I, th I thought we'll get better a little bit more better music when we got rid of the happy Corbin, but I, I guess. I don't know. Do, do you like it? Let me know in the comments if you like it. His music. It just, I don't know. It just, it just still don't fit for me. You feel me? Um, 
if they still wanted to keep the money theme and all that, I get it. But yeah, that 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 music just don't fit. It just nah, nah, nah. But yeah, Baron Corbin going up against a one Johnny Wrestling Johnny Gargano, and again, it was a good match. Um, again, I feel that Baron Corbin has another chance now that he's not bogged down by trying to be too much of a sports entertainer. Um, because again, there was actually a good time where he was. Uh, broadcasted in a wonderful way, especially starting in NXT. You know, remember, he was one of those that, you know, uh, he had an undefeated streak, and not only was he undefeated, but each of his matches didn't last longer than I think it was like five minutes. So, you know, it was, he always had those, uh, he, he was always pushed that way, and, you know, he looked good in the ring. It's just when they over-gimmicked him, and, you know, he just had to make it work, which he did, but you know, he just got lost in that sauce. And I feel like, you know, he's coming back to that and going to have a stable uh, gimmick and story for himself. And, you know, especially being paired with JBL. And you know, I, th- I think it does nothing good but good thing for Baron, actually, because he has that type of mindset. You feel me? And also JBL was another person that did come from football to uh to wrestling so you know they can both you know he, he can give him some game on that feel me so i think he would be definitely good for baron corbin um this was again like i said a good match uh johnny gargano man he gave it all the effort he could but he yeah he just got distracted he had it won he actually even had it won he got to a point where baron corbin misstepped and ran into the steel steps and he had it won. He could have just put him in the ring and probably ended it. But no, he had to grab the hat of JBL, do a little taunting, do a little cowboy dance for North Carolina. And yeah, that's when uh yeah, he got the upper Baron Corman got the upper hand on a one Johnny wrestling. And that was all she wrote because as soon as his back got turned to get uh Barry Corbin in, we get a sweep at the leg from JBL and that's it. End of days. One, two, three. Baron Corbin is your winner. Uh, so let me know, man. Are you selling or no selling for the new Baron Corbin with JBL? I'm not gonna f- give a full endorsed sale, but you know, I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm, hmm, hmm. You know, I'm giving I'm giving a little look at it. I'm giving a peek. I'm I'm giving it a chance, definitely. Uh, but let me know in the comments. Are you selling or no selling? for baron corbin the new baron corbin that is let's see what's going on in comments real quick we got george saying dom is that one kid that's going that's going private witch kid school oh that that going to private witch kid school trying to act cool and be a hood kid yeah yeah exactly yeah i'm built differently that that's that was exact that was the private school rich kid coming out <laughs> i'm built differently that's right Wode. <laughs> Tristan said, "Sold like them expensive ass Royal Rumble tickets." Yeah, them the tickets are goddamn. Ooh, but they, hey, they got they got sold real quick, definitely real quick. Um, Tristan says, "Watch Rhea enter the Royal Rumble match." I said, "I'm looking forward to that." Like, remember when they did pop when Nia Jax entered the match? I think the pop's going to be even bigger if they do do Rhea Ripley coming in there because I feel like she will really be dominant and do some shit, do some shit in there, like definitely. 
Tristan says, is Carl Anderson in the running for wrestling finesse of the year? He should be. He should be because he know how to get that money. He know how to get that. Man, he's machine gun in the ring, but to outside the ring, he know how to get that ching ching still. For sure, for sure. Hey, Carl, if you hear that and if you want to use that, I'm just saying, you, hey, full endorse, just, you know, hashtag smart psychology. Just saying. Um, Tristan says, so Dom Dom is new new? <laughs> I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that, yeah. Dom Dom is new new. Oh, man. Um, after this, we had a backstage segment. I can't forget about this. I had a backstage segment where uh, Kenneth LeRae was in a interview, but then it got interrupted by a one Bailey. Bailey just hating on everybody. She like, look, I'm the goddamn best. None of y'all bitches are. Else. <laughs> she she's just going after everybody in everybody's face. But yeah, Kenneth LeRae just said, you look. Y'all may think y'all have control, but y'all are the same. EO still a backstabber, which was true. She did backstab in NXT. She said um, Dakota Kai still had her insecurities. Wow. Man, hitting her on the head. And then she said, oh, and you, Belly, you still not Raw Women's Champion. I'm not going to lie. I laughed a little bit. I, <laughs> I chuckled. That was, that, was, that was a good little, little tidbit. But, um... Nice little backstage segment uh, going forward. And after that, we had the match of Mustafa Ali with the Chris Chicago Braves, as um, Tristan would say. And also some new gear. Um, he, I guess he got, a rid, got rid of the long tights. He's rocking the, uh, the boots with the kick pads and the shorts. Uh, it, it looks dope, though. Got the gold, you know, got the gold. Okay, I'm like, all right, new gear. You know, with, with the Chris Braids, all right, he, he getting it. He getting it. And when he went against the one, Austin Theory, and even Austin changed up his look, uh, his look a bit more. Um, I haven't seen that beard that much grown out. He's looking, try, trying to look a little bit more manly. <laughs> try, trying to grow one of these. Yeah. But um, it was a good little, good little match. Of course, we couldn't have this match without Seth. Franklin freaking Rollins. And you know, all in all, uh Seth Rollins couldn't couldn't have Mustafa Ali come up and take make a win. So he entered himself in the match, blind uh blinded the referee as as Alfin Theory took Mustafa Ali off his balance, and he will get the one, two, three from hitting his finishing move right on Mustafa Ali in the middle of the ring. And of course, uh, Seth Rollins had to get his hands on him right after the match. They're fighting, they're fighting, and I'm thinking, okay, that's it. He's getting bitched out again. All right, you know, I, I was ready to give up already, but oh no, I was wrong. Uh, Mustafa Ali definitely came back <laughs> from a, he. I, he had to go around in the fans and then went all like ran all the way around to the side, and he jumped off the side, but he was off the camera. So all you saw was a flying Mustafa Ali just hitting Seth Rollins. And they're fighting down the straight uh down the stage while you tell him, I told you I was gonna be your new freaking problem. Um hey 
I'm selling for it because I am glad that they are doing something more with Mustafa Ali. Um, he more than deserved it. Um, he's been busting his ass off and all the shit he's been through with, you know, after, you know, needing to ask, feeling like he needed to ask for his release, not being used like that, then being used, then having the fans behind you, but, you know, still management not listening. I think this definitely, definitely was well-deserved. Um, whether he'll win the title or not, I might be with my brother Mac. I don't think they're going to give him the title, but I, I feel like it will still be a good opportunity and a good, uh, just a good route to put him in. You feel me? Um, and keep him in. And then after that, keep him in there, you know, keep him in that realm of, you know, he's a competitor for the U S championship or intercontinental championship. If he moved to SmackDown or whatever, but yeah, keep him in that trajectory, but definitely a great match. Let me know. Are you selling or no selling for, Again, Mustafa Ali going up against Austin Theory and also his story ongoing storyline with Seth Rollins now looking like it's heading towards a um, U.S. championship match. Again, which I'm down for, and I am definitely selling. Oh, yeah. Um, next sell or no sell. Oh, this is going to be very quick. Um, oh, yeah. Omar squash four people. Cool. Uh, after this, <laughs> we had, um, Elias make his comeback. Good to see Elias back. Um, Elias facing Chad Gable. And, um, he, uh, I'll say one of the made, one of my major, um, sales for this match is Chad Gable hitting a moonsault from the top rope right while Elias is under him and Elias hits this crazy knee because it, like it was perfect timing right when he had the right when Chad Gable had the full rotation of the moonsault that's when Elias comes up with the knee and bop right in the chin just it was perfect it was perfectly placed um but again good match uh to show off that um the life can do more shit also because this time it wasn't, you know, all we getting was a knee and then something else. And, but the rest, we just get, you know, him doing musical shit and being funny and haha. Like he actually was wrestling. He actually showed some more stuff in his repertoire of, you know, moves and not just moves, but, you know, being able to tell a story in the ring. You feel me? So definitely excited to see what um, Elias has to offer next and um, what they have for him. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, again, they have him in good standing, even if it's not, you know, a title picture soon. Just, again, have him, you know, have him in, in some, you know, good matches, have him in some good storylines. You know, if, you, if you're going to have him there, you know, don't just keep on having him get interrupted just for nostalgia now because people want to say walk with Elias. Just please, please don't. Uh, Tristan gives in the comments and he says the finalists uh, for wrestling hater of the year are MJF, Broke Knees Punk, Daniel Garcia, Pam with the Ham, and Jey Uso. <laughs> um, out of those categories, um, <laughs> out of those categories for the hater of the year, ooh, shit. I think I gotta go with. First of all, I don't think Punk should be in in there. I don't think Punk should be in there. I don't think Punk should be in the hater list. 
But hey, it's your prerogative. Oh, uh, oh, I might say Jay. Even though, even though Jay have, even though Jay, I feel even have a rightful reason on why he feel like he feels. I'm gonna go with Jay because he's he's been the biggest hater of them all, the biggest hater of them all. Like like just uh, bar none, <laughs> bar freaking none. And then after this, we have our main event, and this is where I am torn. I, I am so freaking torn and ah oh god I hate this shit. But our main event we had Bailey going one on one with Bianca Belair. Let me preface already by saying, of course, this was an awesome match. Um and I don't even disagree with it being the ma- a main event. I don't. I don't disagree with being with Bailey and um, Bianca Belair being the main event of Monday Night Raw because again, the match itself is and was awesome. Um, you know, uh, just Bailey showing her strength. You know, uh, just recapping some stuff that happened at the end of the match. Bailey showing her strength. Uh, just keeping. Bailey up for a power bomb, then power bombing her on the steps, then picking her up, keeping her still power bomb position, and then power bombing her on the pole. Just ah, Bianca was just awesome, great stuff. Uh, again, uh, she she she's giving just a power slam to Bailey like it was effortless. Um, just then, just Bailey just showing some great great things. Uh, I mean, Bianca showing some great great strides. Bailey. Of course, being her witty self um, and having help from Dakota Kai and uh, um, and EO Sky, it, it was good. It was good. It was a great match. But let's go to the ending. Let's go to the ending because the ending is how we got our winner. And pretty much while the referee back was turned, um. Really, no, while the referee was down working with EO and EO Sky and Dakota Kai, you just see somebody fly and just knock out uh, both of them and the referee. And it was none other popping up. It was none other than a one Nikki Cross. That's right, I said it. Not Nikki Ash, Nikki Cross, and God damn it, God, what's the name on on um on commentary? Kevin, Kevin was killing me. Oh, who who is that? Who? Oh no, it's no it, because that that can't be Nikki Ash. It's not Nikki Ash. It's Nikki Cross. I never seen this in Nikki Ash. It, well, that's because it's not her. It's Cross. Oh, yay, yay. Let me just, just start with that. Yay, Cross. Yay, Nikki Ash is no more. Um. But it said somehow it just feel like this moment fell kind of flat. Um, Nikki Ash also go. I mean, our Nikki Nikki Cross. God damn it! Ooh, let me get that out of my head now. Now that it's over, but Nikki Cross goes in the ring while the back uh, referee's back is turned, and she interferes and gets and costs Bianca the match. 
she hits her with her finisher and Bailey end up rolling over on Bianca as a new referee comes and counts one, two, three. And, you know, even that I'm like, okay, so I guess now Bailey is, you know, that that's how Bailey is going to stay in the title picture even after losing again. Okay, cool. All right. But then it gets even more uh, <laughs> crazy. And as we see Nikki at, uh, again, Nikki Cross. Ah, oh, God, get that out of my head. Nikki Cross is back, back, because after the match, she goes on and attacks Bailey from behind and just pummels her that as she was on top of her, just, just knocking her out. And she has just gone crazy. And as we see now, we have now have Nikki Ash back. I mean, Nikki Cross back. Yay. But it just... I don't know. The, the crowd reaction wasn't there. It wasn't that big of a pop. Um, it felt like it fell short for it to be the this was the ending of the show. And you know, we we you know we dim out the show with Nikki Cross, you know, looking crazy and everything, but it, it just looks like I don't know, it was it wasn't the right place in the show to bring Nikki Cross back only because again we've been salted with Nikki Ash for a long while so it's gonna be a while to get that taste out of her mouth and you know of course we want Nikki Cross back but you know it's just are we sure we're getting that you know of course again everybody just oh oh mm, let me see I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely selling for the match. The um, I'm definitely selling for Nikki Cross being back. Um, just kind of question if that should have been the main event segment then, or even the yeah, you know, like yeah, the main event twist. Uh, let me know in the comments what you feel, man. Uh, do you think that you know? Do you think that should have been the main event? Man, am I being too cynical? Am I being too um, too nitpicky? Let me know. Let me know. How did you feel about that being the uh, the main event segment and uh, ending the show like that? Let's head to the comments real quick. George says, rest in peace, Nick and Nikki. Yes. Yes. Rest in peace to the goddamn uh, uh, mask. And ah, please. Thank you. God. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I am glad about that part. I am. I, again, I just don't know. I don't know if it should have been in the main event segment. I just don't. Uh, Tristan says, Thicky Nikki Cross is bike. Yeah, shit. I know, right? It's good to see. Good to see. Um, I can't wait to see what her, is, is she, I, I want her to get her sanity music back. Uh, I don't want no new, new music for, well, I don't know. It, if the new music is good, okay, cool, but other than that, give give that woman her uh, her sanity music back and let her just go crazy on people. Tristan says, also replace Punk with Swerve Strickland on the hater list. You know, okay, um, we probably could talk. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I still would say Jay <laughs> because Jay is just oh god, he he's being an A one hater. He he's he oh, I mean A one just. Uh, it's golden. <laughs> it's freaking golden. But yeah, man, that was Monday Night Raw. Uh, definitely, definitely an interesting 
history interesting show it did keep me i say it did keep me captivated it did keep me glued uh for a good while uh there was just a couple of segments where you know i could have done without so i say above all i am selling for monday night raw that's right i give monday night raw a super sale you know how hard i'm selling for it Oh, yeah, I'm super selling. Yeah, y'all thought he was dancing. That's how much I'm selling for this shit. Yeah, I'm super selling. Shout out to PCW Ultra again for the clip. Um, crazy match again that was. Damn. Ultra vote match. When, when y'all come out with that video, when they come out with it, y'all got to check that out. I will, we will we'll keep y'all posted on that and all the news around that. Yeah. But yes, sir, yes, sir. That was a one Monday Night Raw. Again, I am selling for it. Let me know in the comment section how are you feeling about Monday Night Raw? Are you giving a sell or a no sell? What was your favorite segment? What was your least favorite segment? Come on, just hit this comments and just let us know. Let's have a conversation about it, man. Yeah. And you know, before we roll out of here, we always have what we like to call the last match. And the last match is the last conversation piece of the show. A last thing to have, you know, get your thoughts a little bit going you feel me and um i found this and i want to pull it up real quick it was on twitter shout out shout out to rebel aka reba but don't call her reba that's rebel <laughs> but um somebody on twitter hit her up and said i wish or somebody on twitter said i wish aw would let reba or let rebel wrestle more on aw dynamite or rampage and Rebel responded and said, "As soon as I do, the online marks uh, will share uh, will shred me to pieces to the point of heavy depression and not want to live. That's how Val Online is. I feel sorry for uh, for female wrestlers that go through this on a daily and viewed under a microscope. Remember, we are human too, just trying to live our dreams." So you know what? For this last match, I want to you know what do you put in your mind, like, and think. Do you, as a fan, you know, especially you know, like we all like to think we're super fans or fans, but like I'm saying, like for real, as a fan, evaluating yourself, do you think you put too much pressure on some of these people, on some of these wrestlers? You know, you feel me? Um, stuff like this, you feel me? And you know, we've seen it happen. You know, we people will. Um, talk about somebody so bad on Twitter or Facebook or something like that, and, you know, to the point where it's you know, it's, a, it's a trend to you know really you know talk about this person to to the point where it's like you know the person is feeling depressed and it's like, and I don't want to hear about the whole oh well they need to have thick skin no bro like come on come on everybody ha- have have a breaking point they can get pushed to, and right now you know as many people that is online of course you can get push to that point you got thousands of thousands of people saying you know just pretty much just slandering your name you feel me off of some bullshit or even you know just you know just off some petty shit just because they might not like how you wrestle or shit like it's whatever you feel me so i feel it but um uh, i again like we were talking about you know in the start of the show just 
uh, just be a fan. You feel me? Like a regular fan. Just stop being so critical, too critical. We get you can not like stuff and like stuff and shit. And yes, you can have an opinion, but it's the way you do shit, man. It's the way you go about doing shit. It's the way you go about sharing, you know, sharing your uh, sharing your opinions and everything like that. You can always have a conversation, shit, especially adults. I would expect this for some damn little kids, you know. Oh, no, that's my show. Mm, I don't like you. You're ugly. I can expect that shit. But some, some grown-ass men and grown-ass women on some, on some fight shit or, 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 or even, you know, with each other or even, again, ridiculing other grown-ass wrestlers and awesome shit that you're not even doing. You don't even do for a living. So, yeah, it's, ah, uh, man. Just crazy, man. But let me know how you feel about it. Um, you know, let me know your thoughts in the comments. Once again, we're talking about um us as fans putting too much pressure on I'm not even just gonna say wrestlers, just the entertainers that we love. You know, a lot of times we forget that they're human too. And you know, just you know, shit. They're just trying to do what we try to do, you know, live our dreams, you know, shit, make this life work. It just so happened that they are they are on a more public platform, but that that really don't give you. I, I really hate that people use that as a reason, you know. Oh well, you're on a public platform, so of course people are gonna say shit. But why do you have to be one of the people? Have you ever thought about that shit? Why do you have to be one of the people to say some negative shit? Oh well, because it's out there, so that's a good of a reason. Just because it's out there, you feel me? Like. So, again, I will put that on you. So, if your shit get out there, if uh, you can be villainized and shit and then talk that shit and, you know, just, you know, may feel like you want to just end your life, you, if that's cool for you, put yourself in those people's shoes. You feel me? A little bit of food for thought, food for thought. Let's see what we got in the comments. Tristan says, these fools need therapy. And look at themselves in the mirror. Man, for real. Man, real shit. Tristan also says, respect these performers and realize that we're all human. Fans need to be fans, not uh, not critics and all the fucking time. This ain't uh, territory days uh, where everyone lives the gimmick. And also, that is true, too. Um, you know... Again, you know, I'll always say, you know, yeah, I do like the old school way of wrestling, but it's not about like really like I say the good things about it that came from it. again, like the mindset of it, like the mindset of, OK, we really do want to keep the sacredness of, you know, of the business, you know, like, OK, you know, we, we even now, you know, yeah, people know that, you know, it's predetermined and, you know, stuff like that. But OK. Now I I want to blur the line so much still to where you still at, and and also give you such a great show that you still would think oh man like you know I don't know I don't I, I still can't tell it's that good you feel me so I think we just lose a sense of that and we just say ah oh, well eh. we already know now so uh, just do whatever you know but I think Tristan cap it off perfectly in uh, in the comments and says just learn to be respectful period if we just be respectful to everybody whether they are a, rep, uh, a performer not a performer uh a wrestling fan not a wrestling fan shit. like come on now 
uh, a AEW fan, not an AEW fan, anything. Just, just learn to respect people. Learn to give respect. And I, I promise you, if you give it, it's, it's most likely you're going to get it back more than you don't. So, hey, a little bit of food for thought. But real shit, like, when it comes to all this tribalism, I'm damn tired of it. And you know I'm what? serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. <laughs> That's right. Done with the tribalism. Let's all be real fans. Let's all just love wrestling. Love on the wrestlers that just try to give you the entertainment that you love. All right. So speaking of love, man, thank y'all for showing love to us and being a part of the Raw Classics with your boy. That's right. K-L-A-F-F-I-C-K. Put a J in front of that because your boy is just so sick with it. And that's right. I got to give y'all the Red Cup Award of the day for just chilling with your boy, man. I got to put it up for y'all. I got to put up the Red Cups up for Monday Night Raw for having a good show. Uh, definitely put the red cups up for uh, Nikki Cross being back. Ah, gotta love it, gotta love it. Red cup up to Rhea Ripley, man, getting that power slam off on Big LG. Yeah, loved it on Raw. Uh, what do y'all want to give a red cup up to? What y'all want to celebrate? Y'all can give up to you know whatever y'all want to. We just gonna celebrate. That's how we get out of here, man. You feel me? What we got in the comments, real quick? George says. Wrestlers just need to pull up on the on the shit talkers. Jay, uh, <laughs> wait, wait. It says wrestlers just need to pull up on the shit talkers. Jay and Silent Bob style. You know what? Yeah. Hey, that might work too. That that hey that that definitely will work. And you know what? I know one person that did uh, slide up on uh try to slide slide up on somebody. And that was somebody that, that was, you know, talking with us before. Lince Dorado. I think, I think did, did you see that interview? I, it was dope. It was dope. We got to have him back, though. Got to have him back. But I feel you. They really need to just, yeah, they need to. Uh, Young Wish, hey, what up, what up, what up? Young Wish, he says, so Bailey not the new champion? No, it was not a championship match. It was, um, it was, it was just supposed to be, uh, it was just a, um, what's it called? A rivalry match, you know? But Bailey did um did end up winning the match thanks to help to uh, from Nikki Cross. So she's still in the title picture. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, she might be getting it soon though, because if they face each other again, especially if that might be the match for Crown Jewel, I think they might be letting Bailey get that in Crown Jewel. I feel like they really might let Bailey get it in Crown Jewel. But we will see. We will see. And what up, girl? What up, young rich skinny? How you do? How you do? Go ahead and you know rewind that bad baby, and you know see everything that you missed before you came up in there, man. Before you came up in here. But once again, thank y'all for joining us. As you guys know, for everybody that is on Facebook, for everybody that's on Twitter, I need y'all to slide over to YouTube once again. Slide over to YouTube and go ahead and subscribe to Smart Psychology Podcast. And go ahead, man, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so you can get notified on all new episodes. You feel me? And, um, you know, not just on YouTube, but I need y'all to follow us 
on all our social media networks. You feel me? Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Smart Psych Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Smart Psychology, right? And then follow us on Facebook at Smart Psychology Podcast. That's right. Follow us everywhere, man, on every social media network. Even we got a TikTok. That's right. We got a TikTok. Follow us on TikTok at TikTok, TikTok, TikTok at Smart Psychology Pod also. You feel me? Oh, no. But there's no also in there. Just at Smart Psychology Pod on tiktok follow us on there also but man just follow us on all, all the social network uh social media networks you already know man we just be giving our little takes on on shit you know you will see little pictures like dom dom's new album cover you know i'm built differently you feel me <laughs> but um go ahead and just check out all the haberdash you'll be going through on social media and also you will get some more clips on past episodes and everything like that and also you never know you might be able to get in the conversation with your smart bros you feel me and also for all of our viewers that say you know what i can't watch y'all all the time when y'all hit live but i love to catch an episode you know i might be working i might be with the fam bam you feel me i just but i just want to you know pop my earbud in and maybe listen to y'all oh guess what y'all can do y'all can follow and listen to us on spotify anchor and apple Podcasts. that's right just go to spotify anchor or apple Podcasts, and just go in that search bar that's right that little search bar right there right there on top and then just go ahead and type in smart psychology podcast and hit that follow button you feel for me yeah and you already know what to do as y'all watching your boy that's right the boy j classic i need y'all to comment on the video like this video share this video tell everybody yo man the smart bros are live they lit and they ready to get <laughs> that money you feel me that's right just like it wrote <laughs> but yeah man go ahead and just share this man let everybody know about the show and tell them man it goes down over here because we get psyched and we join the smart side as we go to the comments last time tristan says good evening brother another great recap and fill the red cups up yeah that's right red cups up to y'all y'all man this has been your boy, us again, the K-L-A-S-S-I-C-K. Put a J in front of that. That's right, J Classic. Because your boy is so sick with it. Catch me same smart time, same smart channel on Mondays for the Raw Classics. Tune in tomorrow. You already know your boys, the Smart Bros, will be here for Smart Bro Tuesday. As we, you know, just, we're just going to talk some wrestling. I don't know if we're going to talk some NXT because kind of kind of pitched your boys off a little bit for Saturday so we we gonna see we gonna see but tune in for Smart Bro Tuesdays same smart time same smart channel but hey I gotta be out so huh, it's been your boy KLA SSICK and I'm out in 3 2 1 peace